I'm going to tell a little story, Amy, and, and viewers. I'm going to tell a nice little story. Um, once upon a time, uh, when this podcast was still in production, like when we were still working on it, when, uh, right after I had made the visuals for this podcast, because um, the people on uh, Spotify will also know this, but not to the same extent, but uh, the branding of this podcast is definitely very based in like this note card and also shaped paperclip vibe. And that was just something that just, I don't remember where I came up with it, but it just sort of came off the top of my head. I was like, that makes sense. Um, so we, so that's what I did. And I made that, I made all the art for the podcast. A couple days later, as like, before we even record our first episode, I don't think I've ever talked about this in the podcast, but the first, like on this one random day, my dad comes home and he brings home these little shaped paper clips out of nowhere. Like I have not seen or heard of these things in years, if ever really specifically, like I don't, I've never had any. And not only did I just come up with that random thing for the branding, but then suddenly I get these as we're getting ready to make this podcast out of nowhere. I find that amazing. That, that was like means... such a destiny call before we like did this podcast. I was going to say it's a destiny call and it's a nice way to kind of wrap it up for our last episode. Our last, well, again, last episode is definitely wow. a strong term. But first of all, hello, everybody. Welcome to Cytology. Hello. I am Tech Real. And I'm Amy. And this is episode 20, and the quote-unquote finale of sorts? It's it's sort of like a... I almost want to say season finale to some, to some extent, because we're not stopping the podcast. The podcast is still going. It's going to be basically ongoing from this point on until no. Sanderside's ends, and we have nothing else It'll to talk never. about. It'll never end? I'd love it to never end. Don't no, fill me with those promises. I would love it to never end. No, the podcast will never end. Oh! I don't know how that but makes Sanders sense. But also, I mean, arguably, Sanderside's is... The longevity of Sanderside's will also go on forever. I Here's the thing. I want to say, in all reality, I want to say that it'll go on forever, but I can just feel Thomas Sanders going... <laughs> like <laughs> Literally like, no, don't say that. We don't want to say that I'm now. Like, well, I'm always like, no, 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 wait, never mind, never mind. It, it can end at some point. It's fine. You can, you can. Well, I used oh, to God. be such a person who was like, TV shows and stuff, they need to go on forever. They can never stop. Why would you ever want to stop? And like, I wholeheartedly believe that as a child. And and with certain series, I still do, depending. Like, I, I wholeheartedly believe Blue's Clues can go on for 70 more years and not run out of ideas. And I will, I will head it. I will make it happen if they stop. If they quit, I'm coming after them. And I'm going to be like, listen, I've been writing episodes for years. You're going to heed my words. But, um, no, nowadays with a lot of shows, I'm just like, no, it, it does need to end. Depending on the show, it definitely does need There, There's a point. I used to be like, the shows I want to make, I will never end them. I will go on forever. And now I'm like, no, I have a series I want to make in the future. Like, I have two different series I have in mind for the future. One, I'm like, it's going to end at four or five seasons. The other one's like two seasons. It's like, you know, you know where you stop. But, um, anyways, no. So this is a finale of sorts. We're, the, the podcast is going to keep going, but we're not going to be doing it uh, weekly like we have been. Uh, we've basically run out of subjects, as we've been mentioning. Um, we've run out of the list of subjects that we've had. We've talked about all that we can. Um, and now we just need to wait for new Sanderside's content to come out before we can talk about things again. So podcast is still ongoing, but we have no idea. Episodes will come out whenever they do at this point. We will post about them on social media, letting, letting you guys know that they're coming. 
uh, whenever they do. But for now, uh, we're going on a hiatus, basically. Um, but not and before. Also, Sorry, yes. No, no, wait, you go ahead. You ha We both had points. I had a perfect lead-in, because I was going to say, not before next week's live stream. Psydology Live. Yes. And I, I said this last time. If you are one of, if you are sitting here and you're going, you have, you're out of topics to talk about. You can talk about this. Ask us in the live stream. Oh my god, we were both leading to the live stream. Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> we're friends. Can you tell? Like, we are always on the same page. Fully... <laughs> yeah. Except for those times <laughs> on the podcast where we have purely and pr like very strictly documented that we're not on the same page ever. But. Like, <laughs> to the janice episode um our friend <laughs> but no i uh that that's a good time if you if you have a topic that you're like oh you still need because actually i did that before the podcast mm -hmm. and i went hey we could actually talk about this and then <laughs> we were like oh we'll just save it for the live stream oh yeah so we'll be talking about that and then other things once the live stream comes but yes join us we it will be at what time uh it will it was originally going to be at 12 o'clock on february 10th it is now going to be at 11 o'clock we found out through the comments of our last episode that uh, one of the biggest supporters if not the biggest supporter of this series uh k uh might not be able to make it at our original time <laughs> So we were like, no, we can't let that happen. We this is the biggest person who's been commenting on every episode. We need to we need to accommodate that a little. So eleven o'clock uh, a.m. I almost said p.m. That's not correct. Eleven o'clock a.m. Eastern Standard Time on February tenth, which is a Saturday. Um, we'll be Cytology Live, where we'll live stream for I don't know. We don't really have a set amount of time we're gonna be live streaming. Just hour or few depends. Probably not like an exceedingly long time, but enough that we can talk about a good chunk of stuff. Yeah, and I mean, I also know there are some, uh, there are probably some people listening who who don't like participating in live streams. Um, I know there's a few people who have been fans of mine in the past who just didn't want to talk. You don't have to. You can come and just watch, and we can we can we'll, we'll Tech and I come up with random topics for each other all the time. Oh, We're yeah. talking about it. So you really, if you just want to sit and watch, if you want to ask questions, whatever you want to do, we'd love to have you. Oh, yeah. We're ramblers. We'll figure out something to say. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. We have even more intro stuff to get into, though, because uh, additional uh, big announcement for Cytology, after many months, this is something that we've been, like, looking into since before the first episode. The trailer came out and somebody asked about this and we never got to it. But <laughs> was that a Mario drum beat? Yeah, I guess I never explained that. I love that. But, but um, I'll, I'll explain that after the drop. Yeah, the drop is Cytology is now officially also in addition to Spotify on Apple Podcasts. Yay! It took forever, but we're there. <laughs> it was half my forgetfulness and half the fact that. Spotify took a very long time to like come back to me about like how to do this and if it was free and I just needed to find out but um yeah it's officially on yeah. Apple Podcasts it's up now so if you have Apple Podcasts and that's a place you like listening to things better or you know people who were wanted wanting to listen but couldn't listen on Spotify and didn't want to do it on YouTube and they have Apple Podcasts you can tell them and now they could watch Yay! it and you tell them now you have no more excuses you're gonna watch every episode uh, it's gonna take mm -hmm. over a day, as we've learned. Over, well, more than that now. 
Oh, definitely. It was 26 hours like that last time that we checked, and that was like maybe three episodes ago. It's going up by the by the second. Actually. Oh my god! Oh, oh, that's crazy! Oh my lord! My god! Well, quick little commercial of context. context. Um, that drum thing. I used to be in the marching band. For those that don't know, oh. and I was I was a mellophone player. I was a drum major, whatever. Uh, so the whenever there was some kind of like um, reveal or the the kit the um, in the in the football games the. Uh, the the field kick. <laughs> don't look at me. I don't know sports. <laughs> the one, the field, not necessarily the field goal. Maybe the field goal. Whatever it was, where like they put the ball up and then they kick it as far as it'll go. Whatever. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> that the 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 drummers in the band would always like drum roll. Uh-huh. And then once the ball was kicked, someone would go like they would do the do 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 do, and that would be like the land so now whenever there's like news which is they would also do in like the band room when there was some kind of news they would like summon to the drummers to be like drum roll please so they do a drum roll and then when the drop happened that mario thing would happen i love that that's just so you'll hear me do that occasionally <laughs> in life and just in general because sometimes if there's a drop i'll go Brrr, and then i'll hear that <laughs> that's anyway. the thing i love that a lot I need you to do Maybe. that for me forever. Um, I will do that. I, I literally do that every time, and sometimes I do it really quietly. Sometimes I'll just, but I'll do it every time. I, I'm gonna be looking out for that from now. on. We do have one more announcement before we get out of this intro. We're not even done with the intro after that because we need to set up what this episode's about. Oh, this is a crazy yeah. episode. Anyways, <laughs> when when isn't it a crazy episode? I mean, isn't that right? Yeah. Remus the chair. Remember the Remus the chair. I'm I'm really yeah. feeling nostalgia for this podcast today. I'm thinking back to all the crap that we've done. We've like crapped on Inside Out twice. We we named my uh, chair. Remember that time um, that I found out that I love Janice? That was on this podcast. <laughs> I I still cannot believe that before the podcast I was like Janice is cool, but ah. And now it's like, whoa, no, now I'm like diehard Janice boy. And that happened over the course of the podcast. I, I honestly think Janice is, is higher on my list, too. He's so good. He's so good. He's perfect. Anyway. Anyways, He's very good. Um, last announcement before we get into what this episode is actually about. Um, so those who have been listening for a while know about Mind Palace Moments, our little uh, inter, 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 intermission, I guess is the word, or a little intermission <laughs> moment in the, in the middle of every episode, uh, where, uh, we have a side showing up, secretly played by our friend Jesse. Um, Jesse! <laughs> I was trying to be subtle, but there we are. Trying to be subtle, but Jesse! <laughs> <laughs> um, ah! so yeah, we have all these Mind Palace moments made of the different sides, and it turns out that we have more Mind Palace moments than we have had episodes concepts like oh. uh she made like 30 this is this is only episode 20 um and yeah. from this point on uh we're probably going to do something a bit different for future mind palace moments because all these mind palace moments have actually sort of connected into their own like mini ongoing stories mm-hmm. and we don't want those to just sort of go by the wayside uh since we don't know when the next episode will even be so uh, with that in mind, we will officially, uh, on the Cytology YouTube channel, be posting all of the Mind Palace moments in one big video, one after one after one, so you can see the full, uh, season, quote-unquote, I keep using the word season, 
Um, the full uh, group of Mind Palace moments, some that you've seen up until now, and some that are never before seen. Specifically, I think 10 never before seen. Must be. Logically. Must be something like that. I don't know. Is it 30? Is 30 divisible? <laughs> I, I, sorry, I had a math crisis for a second. Hold on. No, I think it's hilarious. It just kind of shows. Yeah, 30. The- I think it shows some of the way that Tech and I work, where I'm like, I have no idea. And Tech's like, how many are there? <laughs> no, I'm like, I need to know. Or something. I'll never be happy until I know. Anyways, <laughs> so that's coming uh, soon. Um, yeah, there's a lot of big things today. But anyways, what? now that we... <laughs> you like my woo? I love it. What? Did you get that from me? Because I know I've been doing that for a while. Or did I get that from you? I think I've been doing Woot for a while, and I think I haven't heard you do that until now. Or I think I've only recently started to see you do it, too. So either you got that from me, or I got that from you and didn't realize. I don't know. I think I think I was saying it... I, I definitely have been saying it, for or like, on text for years, but I don't know if I've said it out loud for years. Maybe. Also, anyway. I think I just remembered I go Whoop usually. Oh, I said, I say woot. Yeah, you say woot, yeah, I go I always say, I go tea, woot. Dang, I go tea. The spelling <laughs> is very Sorry, Remus. Folks. Um, what? What? Sorry, anyway. I was laughing. I said, I said, I go pee as a response to the, the tea and pee thing. And then I was like, eh, I go pee. Anyways, um, I'm the layman, in case you didn't know, but this is by 20 episodes in. Um, well, at this point, I don't know how much psychology we're talking about. We're not talking about psych- psychology. That's the whole point. You know what? Fuck it. I quit. I quit. See, see, we're getting all the things in today. Or quitting. Well, no, I don't want to quit. Damn it. I just don't know how much. I mean, I guess for the, for certain things we're talking about in this episode, there are psychology bits within. Oh well, yeah. But... Not every episode is had psychology, but a good chunk. Enough that we've ch- earned our name. <laughs> I'd like to. This whole time we've been trying to earn it. <laughs> <laughs> I try to earn everything I claim I am every time I breathe. So <laughs> that's about that's about it. I'm still like internally trying to be like I am like like when I talk about Blue's Clues, I'm like yeah yeah see I I do know Blue's Clues right world. <laughs> like, <laughs> meanwhile, I know more about Blue's Clues than most people. I'd, I'd say. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Anyways, though, this episode. Um, Sorry, I I don't know what happened in my brain. I was I think I said this episode, and then I for some reason my brain clicked to like a series I don't watch, but like I was I was gonna be like today's letter isn't it? I was like no, that's not what we're doing. Is that Veggie Tales? No, it's Sesame Street. The letter of the day or something. Is that not so, that's oh, Sesame Street? Oh, the letter. Okay. The, oh, the you're thinking of the letters letter. that people get. No, 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 no. no, no. Letters. So I was like, oh my god, did you make a VeggieTales? <laughs> I got I almost no. lost my shit. I, I do not know enough about VeggieTales to be able to properly make references. <laughs> I, I barely know about Sesame Street enough. I know, I, I know too much about Sesame Street. I know more than I'd re- like to know, but here we are. Um, I love Sesame Street. I... Anyways, um... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I have a thing with puppets. It's me. It's a me thing. I respect the series. It's great. Elmo's fine. Um, anyways. I just had to, like, get that little, like, cautionary thing out there. I was like, please don't kill me. I, I think Elmo's pretty great. Don't worry. Big Bird's rad. I don't know. Shut up. Um, Snuffleupagus is there. Um, we love you and accept you for who you are, Tech Rip. Who's the one I really like? 
Go- I almost said Gonzo. That's not it. Wait, no, no. There's there's one that's a similar name. Oh, he hangs out with Cookie Monster. I know this. He, uh... Oh, what's his name? Yeah, he's the one that they, they did a food truck thing together. <laughs> Isn't he the pink one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, the, I oh, like God. him genuinely. That girl, people are screaming at oh, us right no. now. Oh <laughs> no! What's his name? <laughs> it starts with a G as well. Oh shit! Oh, I need, I need to look it up. I need to look it up. I'm gonna die. Logan's literally sitting here going Garbanzo, and I'm like, here, <laughs> explain the premise for the people while I look this up. Well, folks, today's letter, it, we're gonna no, be talking about. No, not that premise. <laughs> we're gonna be talking about. Uh, Fanon versus canon stuff um, a little bit, like some of the things that we've heard throughout the uh, Fander community, um, some things that we agree with, some things that we don't agree with. We're going to go into it. Then we're uh, also going to talk about uh, characters being perceived as dark sides, so like a dark Patton, a dark Roman. We're going to talk about stuff like that. And then we're also going to talk about um, the the plushy episode dilemma Whoa. where everybody was saying that Logan was a bit too harsh. I uh, have I th- feelings about that one. We have we have some perspectives on that because I know for sure when I first watched it I had, um, I I was kind I I had an opinion about Logan but then I kind of like heard Techrill out and I heard some other things and I was like you know what actually yeah, yeah. we disagreed well, at first we can talk about that uh, his name was Gonger his name is I know that doesn't sound right to me either his name is Gonger pink one we're talking about the same pink one right the one with the food know, truck. Bro. He has, like, a crazy voice, and, they, like, him and Cookie Monster had a food truck series together, where they cooked. I don't, I don't remember that one. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a recent creation of the series, I think. It's, oh, in, the, okay. it's in the last few years. Okay, well, I haven't seen that. Yeah, probably. I used to know someone who was very Sesame Street-oriented, so I learned a lot more than I bargained for. <laughs> nah, well, that's okay. Yeah, that's how it I goes. Mean, you, you end up befriending people, and you find out about their interests. That's, how, that's why you know so much about Blue's Clues now at this point. I learned a lot about Blue's Clues. <laughs> You did. In fact, I made an episode of... Anyway, <laughs> this is not about the podcast. We should stay out. <laughs> no. So, um... I was, about, I was about to be like, so gonger. No, that's not what we're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. I, I, I just realized how much I missed that character. And I'm like, oh, no, I'm going to have to watch that later. I'm not going uh-huh. to, but I'm going to have to. Um, so, Fanon versus Canon. Um... There are a lot of things that the fandom, uh, I think, portrays with the sides or thinks with the sides or does with the sides. Um, and I think we have opinions on them. Um, so I know the first one we have on this little list here. We have a, we have well, a, we have a couple on this list. Oh, what? Okay. Also, this this goes for last week. I think we said this last week, but this also goes for this week. These are our opinions. Yes. Obviously, everybody has very differing opinions. We're not trying to like shut anybody down here. Definitely not intending to do that. But um, we this is this is our opinions based through the realm of psychology, mm-hmm. and also just uh, our our preferences. So oh, if you yeah. have opinions that from this episode or the last episode or any episode, and you're like, bruh. I, I have something to say about this. Come talk to us in the, the live stream. Yeah, no, totally. Uh, we're definitely not saying yeah. that any of these things uh, that we're about to talk about fanon-wise or anything in this episode are necessarily terrible things to think or that you're a bad fan yeah. for it. This is just our opinions on those things. Um, and we fully respect yeah. those who feel this way about these things. Um, that being said, first off is uh, seeing Virgil as little baby boy. Um, little baby Virgil man, little baby perp boy... Baby boy, 
perp. As 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 the Virgil stan <laughs> of the two of us, I have trouble when stan. I see this. Who who stan? There's been a stan on this podcast this whole time. I'm Stanley the Llama. Stan? Stan. Oh. Stanley. Wait, this is this is a completely unrelated tangent. Get used to it. But um, <laughs> but uh, sorry, but we're I got real defensive so quick, and I was like, I was like, I'm distracting from the point of the episode again. I'm like, no, we've done this. It's fine. So on it's um, because okay. <laughs> I was thinking of the name Stan on our Netflix um at my house here. So we have like the the package where you get four accounts, right? And just recently okay. we were messing with the accounts to because we found out that you could put um, uh, icons on them. And I want to change my icon because Pokemon Concierge happened and it was beautiful. Um, but I saw that last little account and I was like, we don't even use that. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to have fun. And so I just turned that account into something. So I gave it a Capybara icon and I named him Little Stan. Because it's like the kid's account. Good. So... Has little Stan been here this whole time? No. Little Stan? This is Stan Lee. Oh. This is Stanley the Llama. Does he have a son named Little Stan? No, I gotta. Did, I gotta, I, did he uh, have an adopted capybara son named Little Stan? I maybe. Yay! I if you want to see Stanley, go watch the clues.exe. It's within the first like five minutes. You'll. He's I don't in the even remember Stanley in there. He's he's lovely. He's a lovely little Stanley. Anyway, anyways, um, Virgil being baby. Virgil, yes. So, I, uh, I I understand why. Uh, I I understand why people do this because I think, um, it's really easy for the the characters who are really tough to be perceived as like, oh, they're not actually that. Yeah, you know? they're just sweet well, they're little not things. Actually that tough. And I mean, it, it's fair, but I think it bothers me because of Virgil being anxiety and how intense anxiety is as as a as a concept with mental health. Oh yeah. Um, it, it it's kind of the same way that I feel about uh, the anxiety in the new Inside Out. Like, mm. just it's it's just it perceives them as weaker than they are when yeah. if you've had anxiety that is is disordered in any way virgil's a really cool representation for that because he's so like loud and he's so um um tough i guess i'm not really i words aren't working here but like (laughs) um i don't know the the virgil baby thing like some people really fight for that and i i understand that if virgil is a character yeah who's not a side in the brain okay. but like the fact that he's a side in the brain representing something that i deal with consistently it's like mm. see i mm. think i have the problem you you have the problem with it being the side in the brain thing i have the problem with it for the character and listen yeah i feel like i'm probably guilty of this too i freaking love my little perp boy virgil but also also i feel like there couldn't be a less ideal character to do this with given that he actually legitimately is triggered by this type of thing. So it's the really type of thing that, like, that. if you see it in, like, 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 if it's in, like, a fan fiction, or if, like, people are like, oh, this is how I would treat him in person, I would look at that and be like, um, he's specifically gone on record saying that he hates that, and it takes away his thunder. Um, <laughs> <laughs> thunder. 
I was like, how do I do that? But, um, yeah, no, like, it is interesting because that is the character that actually despises that type of talk about him. Yeah. And I think that he really wouldn't... I can't see a world where he appreciates that ever. Like, I, I mean, yeah. I think there are certain things that, like, with the right person, it's fine. But, like, I feel like this is a, a stronger case of, like, he just doesn't like being referred to as that. Because it's just not how he prefers to see himself. Right. And I think I'll also say, with with what we're talking about, um, that is, the Virgil baby mindset is very fanon. Yeah. Um, it obviously a lot of people who I, I've heard people in the past tell me, well, Amy, that's fan and not canon. And I mean, that's, that's fine. I think, uh, if you've been listening for this long, you know, that at least for me, I have a lot of trouble looking at fan at all. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I love the characters themselves so much and I try to stick so hard to canon. So like, I, I can I can see the, the fan and mindset of like taking him out of that. But even then, like that's, I, I feel like that devalues the character of Virgil to me. Yeah. If you do, if you try to make him not as tough as he is, mm-hmm. you know, I feel like that just devalues his character. So I, I just really don't associate with that one. I actually haven't seen it very much recently. Fair. I feel but... like I see it every other like day. <laughs> I don't. I, oh, I, I I'm not like super connected to like fandom, uh, f- like fander culture, um, as much as I kind of wish I was. But like I think I just don't follow the right accounts. But um. No, I, I, I feel like I see it quite a bit. So, like, yeah. every once in a while I see that and I'm like, ah, uh, Virgil? I see a lot of, like, fan fiction moments of, like, Vir- not that I read a lot of the fan fictions, but I see, like, little, like, snippets of, like, like, uh, like imagines about this. And it's always, like, Virgil being the sweet little boy. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know about that one. No. Yeah. It just, it, it makes me feel like Virgil's not being acknowledged as the, as the truth that he is it just yeah. it just kind of devalues what i love about virgil yeah I, I think there there definitely is a line between um like showing a softer side of a character and sort of rewriting that character yeah um but in yeah, terms of just like how you perceive the character i think it's fine like if that's just yeah. like your perception of the character in terms of like like you just treat him like that as a character i think that's fine but like, if you intended, like, if Virgil was real and you intended to talk to him like that, I think, I think you would not be friends with Virgil at that point. <laughs> he he would slink away and be like, ah. I also think, arguably, if you talk about, well, I don't know, if you talk about your real anxiety that way and you try to like devalue the intensity of what you're feeling, mm-hmm. I think that can like cause some distrust in yourself. With, like, the way that you're, if you perceive your anxiety as not being, like, valid, yeah. and you just try to ignore your anxiety, it doesn't, like, validate what you're actually feeling. Yeah, so it's we- just going to be like, oh, that's just a silly little guy. Or it could devalue other people's, like, feelings, like, devalidate yeah. other people's things. So you're just be like, no, anxiety is just silly. Like, don't worry. It's just a silly thing. You can just ignore it. It's like, no, that's not, it's not that easy. Yeah, and I, I honestly, I think that's how I feel when people talk about Virgil like that. Like, again, if it, if you're taking just the generalization of the character, sure, but like, um, if you're trying to like, oh my god, imagine if Virgil was actually like, you know, had like all this, I don't know. It just it makes me sad. How, on, Patton, on the other hand, 
Patton, on the other hand, oh, yeah. if you baby up Patton, I mean, um, I have seen a lot of really cool uh, connections with Patton and like Littles um, oh. in like systems and things. Like, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Go for that. I love that. But if Virgil, I don't know, for Virgil, it's a little bit different. I mean, honestly, if you're doing that with Virgil, that's fine too. But like, it just, I don't know. I, I love I love the sanctity of these characters, yeah. and I think that's why it's so hard to canon, basically. That's so, so valid. Okay. Yeah. There we go. Um, <laughs> next up, uh, this is one I like quite a bit, because um, <laughs> I think it's just a cute concept. Uh, the, the sides have family meals. That's cute. That I know we cute. have different opinions on this, but that's cute. <laughs> it's just canon to me. It's just canon because you know, because uh, I, I, if, if can I like predict your your issue with it? I think we probably talked about it, but can I like predict it? I feel like such a such a downer. When You're we not talk a about downer. Things. This is your this is your view of the series, and honestly, it's more accurate than most people's, including mine, in terms of just because you look at it very canon, and that's totally valid. Um, your issue with it, if I already say, and I think again, we probably talked about it, so I don't want to take full credit for like coming up with this, but I think your issue is that. The sides don't exist outside of Thomas, and therefore them having group family meals like away from Thomas is just a thing that wouldn't happen because they just sort of come together when they need to deal with Thomas stuff. To an extent. I mean, I think um, because we've seen canon examples of the sides interacting without Thomas... DDR! <laughs> I know it's your least favorite thing. I think we um, talked about that last episode too. <laughs> eh. <laughs> so, like, I know it's not. What's What's funny is I can feel Thomas Sanders looking at me and going, "Amy, it's not that serious." And I'm like, <laughs> "It is, but it is." It just, uh, <laughs> literally, like, I've talked to the man a few times. Like, he, he would look at me and be like, "Amy, calm down." And I'll be like, "No." Insert that like sponge, like early SpongeBob thing of like, "But it's fun." But it's it's not even that it's fun. It's psychology. <laughs> it is. It I'm is. such a nerd. But no, I think I think it's possible. I I like the maladaptive daydreaming thing that we talked about in the third episode. Uh-huh. I think. If Thomas were to instigate that, yes, I think that would be something they would do, yeah. or Patton would try to implement, or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we also have Patton cooking here. Yeah, Patton would be the one to cook. I I, I see that. If they have meals, Patton's the one cooking because he's the dadly character. It makes the yeah. most sense that he would be the one who would set. Up, and I think he'd be the one who would start doing like and getting everyone around for family meals because nobody else is gonna instigate that. Like, Logan wouldn't really care. He keeps to himself, I'm sure. Roman, I just, again, I can't see him caring much to, to, like, just to organize that. Virgil wouldn't, doesn't matter. Like, he's just like, not, no, not Virgil doesn't doesn't matter. I said those words, and I was like, that doesn't make sense. But I I meant to him, it doesn't matter. Janice isn't going to do it. Remus isn't going to do it. Like, there's no one who's going to organize this other than Patton. Virgil's one of those people that, like, would... Like he would have some kind of hidden talent for it, <laughs> and like oh, sometimes he makes the dinner inspired. He he's what I love the characters that like I I've said this before on the podcast so many times, but I love the characters that have a shell that's like really hard and like you can't you can't really break into it. But when someone does, yeah. there's a whole 
personality there's a whole life inside of that show and then you learn something new about that character like yeah. all the time i love those characters so virgil's one of those i think he i like to be think, like oh i like to think that they rotate every week like and like each of them takes a turn cooking the dinner uh and then and then but every single week Rebus is like when's my turn and everyone's like it's next week don't worry uh and it never comes because <laughs> 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 they know what's gonna happen um oh, yeah also um i was thinking for a second i was like wait does Patton even know how to cook and i was like no he canonically does he made spaghetti that one time for uh roman i made you some pasta i made you some pasta <laughs> Oh. I think Patton would probably be the cook. I, I do oh, see yeah. that. But again, like, it's it's because he's so, he has such a heart for other people. Yeah. Oh, yeah. my gosh. Um, yeah. Also, the question <laughs> being with these, the whole family meal thing, do they even need to eat? I argue, uh, personally, that they don't need to eat or sleep. They, I think... they do that if they want to. It, they're kind of like gems. I was going to say the, the same thing, gems. yeah. <laughs> I think they're like the gems. I think they can eat and they can sleep. They don't necessarily need to. Mm-hmm. So I, I, know, I don't know if the gems don't need to sleep. I mean, they don't, but they, do they not? Really? They've they been tired. No, Pearl never sleeps. She's shown to be tired whole, at times. There's a whole moment. I mean, yeah, she can be tired, but there was a whole moment in uh, in Steven Universe where Pearl, like, Steven well, was, was like, an episode. Come, I know that. Yeah. Don't, don't lecture me on out. Steven Universe. I showed you that. I don't care. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> How dare you? But, can you recite the whole no. cookie cat rap off the top of your head? No. No, but I can recite the whole... Available <laughs> at Gergen's no. off Route 109. Yeah. I can do Logic versus uh, Princey. I believe you can. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway. But, um, uh, so, yeah, yeah no. I don't think... I can imagine they no. do. I think... I think... If any of them do it's connected to what they do so like logan it because like eating can like if you don't eat it can like lessen your energy mm-hmm. like genuinely what thomas does so maybe like they get weaker if they don't but like at the same time that's thomas eating not them so i yeah. i don't imagine that they directly need to eat because they're also imaginary so it really doesn't matter it'd be interesting if every time they ate was was times that thomas eats and they have to eat whatever thomas is eating i mean i would say that's probably more accurate than because that would also fall into like the maladaptive daydream of him being like i made i made dinner everyone have some and everyone's like spaghetti again I don't know why. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of, but I mean, I take it the same way that like in, in uh, putting others first, when Patton gets slammed into the fucking blinds, um, <laughs> Thomas is like, whoa, are you Patton my blinds? Are my blinds, or my blinds are okay. But then he asks like Patton if he's okay and, or whatever. And then Patton is just like, oh yeah, figment of ma- your imagination and all that. I'm good. Man, it'd actually and be really just, interesting <laughs> to like, God, I might, I might want to do this at some point. I, I want to edit, like, an episode of Sandersides and, like, edit it so that the sides aren't in each shot. <laughs> and just, just just imagine, like, just see it, what the maladaptive daydream of it all is. Someone has actually done that. I believe that, yeah, that makes sense. I, I'm not, I'm not surprised someone's done that. that. It's, it's kind of hilarious. I bet it is. Because imagine it. It's, do they also edit out the dialogue? Yeah. Oh, 
that's amazing. I need to see that's that. That's literally just Thomas talking to himself. Because yeah. that's that's what it would be. Like from the outside, that's mm-hmm. that's what it would be. And I love that idea. Because I would no, love to see yeah. what I look like <laughs> from the outside when I'm out to have to daydream. I bet I look like a goddamn crazy person. Um, I know, right, Chair? I'm gonna look that person up. Oh my goodness. Um, in the meantime, I'll bring up the next uh, fan and subject. Uh, this is one that I, I I respect. I don't know if I understand, uh, which is Catboy Logan. I've seen this one floating around, and I don't get it. I don't understand why of all characters, Logan's the cat. You know if what I you're, mean? By the way, if you're interested in the Sanders without the sides, um, it's. K, like capital K I N D E R E S, Kinderis, hmm. Kinderis, I'm or something. Um, it's it's only a two minute video, and it's the only one I've ever seen. It's it's solid. So Catboy, I here's the thing, I you've you've seen My Hero Academia with me, yes? Yes. So so I I have no idea what's what going it? immediately. Isn't that fun? I, I have I literally love... no idea where you could possibly be going with this. It's my absolute I do! Favorite... Never mind. I was going to say, I? it's my absolute favorite thing to confuse the fuck out of you. Anyway, um, Wait, and no, Logan no. in general. Anyway, um, I have... I I so I went to a Comic-Con. Here's the thing. I went to a Comic-Con, and this one artist had every character in My Hero Academia. I gotta find them, too. Let me see. Oh, um, yeah, I have it right here. Oh. Uh, they had every character in uh, Cat Boy <laughs> or Cat Girl. Um, I don't have the artist, mm. uh, man. Oh. But the, every character was My Hair Academia, and every character was uh, a cat. And if you can see that, that is Todoroki, Todoroki. as a cat. Um, so I don't think... I, I haven't seen people talking about this. But I know that it's pretty common for cat energy to be applied to characters. Oh, no, that makes I... sense to me. I'm used to cat energy being applied to characters. I see it all the time. Yeah. It's it's such a thing right now with Hasbun Hotel because there are characters who literally have cat ears. But yeah. um, I think I'd find it interesting because of all the characters that I thought would heavily be associated with cat energy, none of the ones that I thought would be are the one that's being focused on. Logan would be maybe my last choice. Well, he'd be my third choice. Fourth choice? My first choice would be Patton. And my second choice would be Virgil. They're probably tied for first, honestly. I was going to say Virgil's probably a higher... Yeah, because Virgil literally hisses. And Patton loves cats. Yeah. So, I don't... He is allergic. He's yeah. <laughs> but that's a that's a right shame, isn't it? <laughs> shame about. My goodness. But yeah. So like, there are two characters who have very cat-like attributes or interests, and it's so interesting to me that Logan's the one who ended up with like the heavy cat association in the fandom. And I just don't know how that starts. Like, how does that? Where does that? Like, it's it's fine. I'm just so confused. I think Logan, here's, the, I'd almost argue, I don't know exactly why Logan, I, I would almost think Janice, but like, I would see Logan, Janice too, Remus even. Janice, by the way, I have a video on my TikTok where I, I uh, place, I, I like taking animals and giving them Sanderside skins, mm-hmm. and it totally explains their behavior every time, anyway. <laughs> 
was relevant. So oh, I remember that one. Yeah. Logan is pretty. I mean, he's kind of like a cat. He likes to be alone. He likes to be, um, you know, he he's got the he's got the control. He's in power, and he also isn't gonna really hurt anybody. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I've ever met in that sense with the with the Sandersides kins with cats. I don't think I've ever met a Logan cat. Mm-hmm. Personally, yeah, but I know. A Janus cat is a little more chaotic than Logan would be, but I think a lot of cats could be Logan cats. So therefore, I don't think this is the way. I feel like there's someone in the who's someone who's listening to this right now who loves the cat boy, cat Logan theory, and they're just like, oh my god, Amy, what the theory? fuck? Is it a theory or is it know. just a? People are gonna People be yelling at us, being like, it's not that deep. We like cats and we like Logan. Leave us alone. And I'll be like, you know what? Valid. I, I love how we're just Logan Kinney's, like, really tearing this apart, and that's probably what they're saying. I, I Logan highly... Kinney's being like, I'm not a cat. I'm not a cat. Why are we cats? I am. Well, yeah. That's I am a cat. cat. <laughs> I am definitely a cat. I'm a dog. I am a dog wholeheartedly. Yeah. I am, okay. I, I I am very cat. ADHD, and I need all the affection in the world. I will run to you the moment the door comes open. I'll be like, get and home. Just... Oh, my God. I'll be like, hey. And I'll be like, give me treats. You can pet me if you, if you ask me nicely. <laughs> and I'll be like, if you don't pet me right now, I'll die. <laughs> I'll be like, throw the toy now. I must be entertained. Last dog I interacted with was that. Oh my <laughs> they God. <were> running around. <laughs> uh, I love it. My Boy, goodness. howdy. Puppy Boy, dog. Howdy. Oh my God. Like, Bluey. Who's next? Sorry, what? Um, <laughs> I got excited about Bluey. We were just watching Bluey. We were! It's so good! <laughs> I, I mean, we're probably copyright. Maybe? Question mark? I don't know. I wouldn't risk it. Okay. Bandit <laughs> is our king. Anyways, um... Daddy Robot's my favorite episode. No one's surprised. <laughs> um, do I have anyway. a favorite episode I could claim? I always forget. I have like 50 different favorite episodes. Right now I'll say Calypso is my favorite episode. That's a good one. Oh, no, wait. I love the episode Omelette, though. I've shown you Omelette. Yes. That's later, like, season three. Like, you're watching it in order right now, so, like, you're not going to get to that one again for a while. I think I've seen that one anyway. That's a good one. Anyways, uh, our last fan versus canon for right now is uh, the preference that a lot of people have shown for pre-AA Virgil, a.k.a. uh, pre-accepting anxiety Virgil, because, obviously, before that episode, he had a very different vibe and energy uh, than he does now. Uh, basically, he was an ass. Um. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, it was more nuanced than that, but wasn't. Um, he was an ass. He, 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 yeah. he was, yeah, he was an ass. <laughs> he, 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 was he wore ass. the black sweater, or, uh, black hoodie, uh, and he just was a lot snarkier. I think this just plays into... My my sadness with people saying that Virgil is weak right now, or Virgil's just like a bitch right now, and it just I I uh, go listen to the Virgil episode of the podcast. Like it, I I'm so it's it's so easy to look at Virgil's character if you're just looking at him as a character. Yes, he's kind of like back and forth, and he's he. Uh, 
he, prone to panic. Prone to panic. He's just he has his moments, and he. What am I trying to say? There's wishy washy. Mm. He's just kind of like he he has his opinions, but then he'll pull back, and then he wants to like fight Patton, but then he's like, "Fuck, I love I, I like Patton." I don't. Uh, uh, and he just freaks out and has his own time. Yeah. But like thinking about it through the lens of actual anxiety this Virgil, the current Virgil, makes more sense. Mm -hmm. Like, the other one did, too. Like, pre-anxiety Virgil definitely did, because, like, um, if you don't understand your anxiety, it seems like a villain. Oh, it's very yeah. loud. It's abrasive. And it's just... It, it comes in at random moments and just has an opinion. But once you start to get to know your anxiety, it's kind of Virgil. It's just this, this energy that's trying so hard to help you, mm -hmm. but is also, like... But I'm gonna like make you feel guilty for like three hours. <laughs> like I don't over something that you're you shouldn't need to feel guilty about. You know, like it's that's that's Virgil. Yeah. That's what he is. So I respect the people who like the pre-anxiety Virgil, but again, it's I for me it's so it's just so important to have the Virgil we have now. Yeah, I think a lot of it boils down to people like a good just like clawed of a character they like someone who's just it, and it's it's really unfortunate it's sort of like that like love of villain-esque energy that people really yeah. are drawn to and it's like that is that healthy probably maybe like as long as it stays in the fiction if you're looking for people like that that's that becomes a problem but like people really like that like asshole energy in a lot of things and a lot of fiction uh i'm yeah. guilty of it too i mean but like you know, I've, like I, so many characters. I can't even think of them all right now. But yeah. like, there's a lot. Honestly, I'm I'm curious. I, I know you don't know this, but I'm I'm curious um, for people who feel this way about Virgil, who have a preference for the pre-accepting anxiety Virgil, if they feel that way about Zuko from Avatar, um, mm. if they feel like the pre-Zuko, who's just angry and out for vengeance, is. Uh, a character they prefer over who Zuko becomes hmm. um, in the same way, because I think Virgil has been compared to Zuko a lot. I know of Zuko. I remember him in the uh, coaching therapy episode. I know what you're talking about. He's, he's the guy yeah. with the uh, the scar thing, right? The, the, the mm -hmm. burnt face? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know of his plight. Zuko kind of goes through a similar uh, uh, character arc as Virgil, but again, Zuko has... Uh, Zuko is human, <laughs> whereas Virgil is a side. So... I don't know. There's, there's, I, I've just heard a lot of people say that Virgil is, um, what, what was the one that I heard? Just like his character arc is boring, oh. or his character arc is or whatever. And I'm like, bro, look at it like it's anxiety and not mm -hmm. like he's a character, and then it'll make so much sense. His character arc is so interesting. It, yeah, and if you don't understand why that that looking at it like it's anxiety is um, more it, it lines up Virgil's character arc a little better then go talk to people who have anxiety who have anxiety disorders talk to them about what it's like and see that that is Virgil <laughs> practically I think Thomas I mean Thomas has said before that Virgil specifically has helped him through a lot of shit because he really tried to like make Virgil accurate to his own anxiety and I think that just tells me everything yeah there's certain, like, parts of certain series that, like, if someone doesn't like, I sort of look at them and I'm like, then why do you watch it? Like, why, how are you a fan of this if that's your view? 
And like, and again, if, real quick, if you have an example of like, this is why I feel this way. Oh, I'd love to know your oh, your response to it. But at the same time, I I just I think it's important to not bash the current Virgil yeah. because the current Virgil is something that I know people like me connect with. Mm-hmm. So go easy on it. No, honestly, leave 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 the boy alone. Yeah, boy. I just kicked the. Are you all okay? I just Whoa. kicked my. I, I kicked my table. That. Are you all right? My shin hurts now. I'm sorry. Well, I need to I go to a hospital. So, f- in the meantime, we're gonna go to a mind palace moment. Yeah, I intentionally kicked your shin. So just to get to a mind palace moment, rude. Yeah. Rude. Fine. Mind palace moment time, everybody. Woo. This again. Okay, that's enough of that. Okay, Logan here with a too precious to process. Um. Fun fact of the day. Uh, Wayne Allwayne and Rusey Taylor, who voiced Mickey Mouse and Minnie Mouse, are actually married. They married in 1991. They got married in real life. The voice actors of Mickey and Minnie Mouse. And that was a moment. moment. Wow. Cute. That was a cute fact. I liked it a lot. I love Logan and his facts. It's always neat when you find out that like, like voice actors of characters are like together. I know I have a weird fact like that. I I, I think I don't know if this is still the case or I think I believe it was true that the the voice actors for SpongeBob but also Karen from SpongeBob are married or were yes. married. Yes. Isn't that I a strange that little one? And in uh, Once Upon a Time, the actors for Prince Charming and Snow White are married. Oh, I forgot about that. That's cute. Yeah. I love when that happens. Well. Oh God, man. It's what? also, and then to devil's advocate, it's also fun to know when people are dating on a screen and they don't like each other. Oh, my God. I have a real old school one of that, I think, um, on the show I Love Lucy. Um, oh. Way back in the 50s. It's a it's one of my random addictions. No, um, Fred and Ethel are uh, canonically married couple. I don't think they liked each other on set, but they play. I mean, they didn't play that nice in, in the show either because it was the fifties and <laughs> respecting your wife. Why? But um, <laughs> but no, um, it was definitely a thing in that show that like from what I heard, they did not get along in person. It was like whoa. Awkward. I've been in a show like that. I've been mm. in a show like, I mean, it wasn't a long run, but it was definitely a time where I did not really care a ton for the person that <laughs> I was dating in the show. Like, as much as, this dude was fine, but there were times where he would say something that made me go, yeah. I'm sorry? Yes. So, yeah, my character loved his character, but Amy did not <laughs> care. Oh, <laughs> Amy was like, I yeah, no, I, I love it. Well, on to less cute subjects. We uh, are now going to talk about dark sides, but specifically um, the fan and idea of can a side go dark, quote unquote? Can they choose to go dark? Um, because that's something that I've seen a lot throughout the fandom. Uh, a lot with Roman. I know people have talked about it, like with Patton, if he ever like cracked and like just a side going dark. I don't. I have strong opinions that I didn't even realize I had until I started taking notes. 
<laughs> who should who should go first then? Um, I can I can go. go. I can stand, yeah, share my strong opinions. So, I think talking about side going dark misunderstands what a dark side is. Um, yeah. because what a dark side is is not like an evil side necessarily. It's a side that is of a subject that Thomas perceives as something he is not sure he wants in himself, like deceit or, or dark creativity. And I think because of that, the reason why sides are dark in the first place, you know, quote unquote dark sides, you know, why they're that in the first place is because of Thomas's perceptions. So I don't think uh-huh. that a side could choose to become dark because it would, it would, it would be based on Thomas's perceptions. I think if a side went dark, if a side could go dark, which I don't know that it could, I feel like sides are pretty set in, like, their core aesthetic, but if a side could go dark, I think it would only make sense if it was due to Thomas's perceptions of them changing. Like, if something weird happened and Thomas suddenly, like, like, let's say, like, some traumatic thing happened and suddenly he didn't want to pursue the creative path anymore, right? And let's say he suddenly was like, I don't want to do creativity anymore. I don't want to make content. Screw all that. Like, I can't, no, no more of that. And then suddenly the creative thoughts, even the normal creative thoughts, would be undesirable. And then because of that, there might be a shift in Roman's vibe because Thomas is now perceiving him in a different light. He's perceiving that function of his brain in a different, you know, context now. That's the context that I think I could see a dark side, because that would fall in line with why a side is even dark to begin with, based on what I know of the series. So I just think a side choosing to become dark, mm-hmm. it just seems dramatic. It just seems like what? Yeah. It, it's like I am mad at you, mom. I'm gonna put on my 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 eyeshadow and put my hair down and listen to emo <laughs> music. It, it's like a rebellion. It's like really, you're gonna do that. Really? I will say in in defense of of the dark sides, I do I do like the the designs that I've seen for different dark sides. Oh, like the, the dark designs are everything. Roman. I love them. Ooh, <laughs> dark Romans are cool. Uh, but yeah, I in in line with what you said, I think the argument is Patton has already snapped. Oh yeah. Roman's about to probably like there's I wouldn't say that they're going to become dark because dark is as you said Thomas's intention seeing them is undesirable and I don't think anything that the lights quote-unquote light sides are doing is something that could be undesirable I think for them to be dark they'd have to be like sociopath like Thomas would have to be like a uh not sociopath, that's the wrong word, like a psychopath or like someone who's a murderer or, or someone who is, has their, if their morality twists that hard. <laughs> that would say a lot more about Thomas than it would about Patton. That yeah, a dark Patton wouldn't be functional in society. Yeah. Um, the dark Patton's probably in prison right now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and like Roman... I think they just give up. Yeah. I think the thing is Patton and Roman for sure, and Logan, they all have such good intentions, but if anything were to go wrong, I think they would back up. And also, technically, the dark sides, it has never been canonically stated other than the time that Roman said, 
Um, I made that name up. Name up. It's pretty cool, huh? Like it was just a. That joke. was an invention of Rowan. That was just a random thing. It was a random mention. It was never said. It has never been said directly that Janice and Remus are dark sides. Other than that one time, or I think so. That's I mean, I may strange. if I'm wrong. But that's not that's not something that's established. That's why Virgil calls them the others. And I think that name caught on because Roman said it. It was like, oh, that's funny. Yeah. I really genuinely do not think the dark sides are the dark sides. I honestly that's like crazy. to call them the others with Virgil because Virgil seems to know better about what they are. Yeah. That reminds me, like, it amazes me how certain things can catch on so hard that, like, you almost end up like gaslighting the world and be like, no, that that existed the whole time. That's what they are. And it's like, no, that, that that's just your own creation. That's like when I found out, and I think this is true if I remember correctly, that like for the Wii, Wii modes aren't actually called Wii modes. That's a that's 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 a user based thing. No, that they're not officially called Wii modes. And that's oh, just one of those yeah, things. I, I was like, I always heard it as Wii modes. I've always ever heard it as that. And it's like that's not what that's called. I thought that was official. No. That's interesting. I never heard that one, but that's the same type of, yeah, of thing. Yeah, same thing. It's just like, wow. Out. It just caught yeah, on just so called... hard that suddenly it became basically the thing. Yeah, I think I, I think that's what's cool about... Uh, another cool thing about Sandersides is the detail. I've talked about this. But, like, they... Um, I, you, I, I know people who have... Uh, questioned me about Virgil calling the dark sides the others. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas that Virgil has never called them anything but the others. That's interesting. I never noticed that. Wow. Yeah, he's never called them anything but the others. And then um, I think I, I think I mean now I'm kind of doubting the fact that dark sides has never been mentioned anywhere else. I'm sure I've it just... has been, but I don't know about in the series. As much. I don't think about in the series. I think externally, yeah. I'm sure Thomas has called him the Dark Sides. I I believe he has. I I think I remember that. But I don't know if if like in universe they've mentioned it as much. I think the only time in universe is genuinely when Roman, like, uh, what episode? Roman was that? literally says, "No, you are nothing compared to the others," and then like closes his mouth and they all look at each other, and then like, well, this is foreboding. Um, but then, like, once Janice is revealed, are there any other, Thomas is like, is there, are there any other sides that Thomas is, or, are there any other sides that, uh, Janice has hidden away from me, or Deceit has hidden away from me? And then Patton says yes, and then Roman goes, the dark sides. I made that name up. It's pretty cool, huh? So what you're telling me is that Roman's been bullying Janice from the start. Cool. Oh, absolutely. I hate him. I, I don't, I don't. I just, I defend my boy so hard. I defend Janice so hard. So I don't know. I think, um, yeah. I don't know. I I think, so in that sense, I genuinely think if if any of the other sides were to turn dark, I don't think they would turn dark or do anything acting out in evil. If they did, I think Thomas would have to be on their side. Yeah. And also... If they were, the closest thing for them to turn evil, I think, is for them to give up, like Virgil did in the one episode. Yeah, I genuinely basically. think there's nothing else that they could do. Because any malicious that intent that they would have, like, 
especially with like things like logic and morality, would be so self-destructive. Yeah. The closest like, you can get is Latin turning into a frog. <laughs> I think... I, I, I'm sure I've said it on the podcast at some point, but I think the DDR thing to you is the patent card <laughs> thing to me. <laughs> I love how I fully... I love how the DDR thing I cannot accept. I love it. this frog thing, I'm like, okay. <laughs> and I like how the DDR thing, I'm like, yay! And like the frog thing, I'm like, oh... It, I, I think I find I, I I said this before too, but like I, I find it funny every time remembering the, this frog thing and and for the first like several watches of it, not realizing why he turned into a frog at all, and now I'm like oh, Frogger. But think about it. Think about it. I think this is why I'm so okay accepting it. If Patton, the reason Patton turns into a frog is because of Frogger, and he talked about how hard that game is. Uh-huh. And how like difficult it is. So if he's viewing those those frogs as villains and as evil and as like the frogs the rock, aren't the villains of he explodes, he feels like he's a bad, so he explodes into frog. The frogs aren't the villains of Frogger, aren't they? The do you not know what Frogger is? I do, but I I'm you don't if you don't if you think the frog's the villain. Unless you play a version of Frogger that I am unaware of. Okay, so you caught me. You caught me in the thing. I played Webkins. But that's <laughs> for not too Frogger. Long. Yeah, they had a version of Frogger. They oh. had a version of Frogger, and then there was also um. Oh oh oh, like like Crossy Road, and I played that stuff first. I didn't play Frogger, okay. so I guess. Never mind. So I give you a just quick kinda... cursory rundown of what Frogger is. It'll take two seconds. You Thank play him. a frog crossing the road. That's Frogger. He ain't a villain. He's just trying to cross the road and not get killed. So was it? Was it? The car would frog? be the villain. So so is is he just a frog? Why 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 did he? <laughs> if you're gonna ask why he turned into a frog, I also have that question. No um, <laughs> no, I, Frogger has nothing to do with being a villain. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh. Has not a thing um, to do with that. Well, well. <laughs> there went your symbolism. Wow. Now, now what <laughs> would have been interesting, oh, 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 see, I'm about to say something that I think would have made my, made that whole thing work better for me. And let me just say, I don't hate what we got. I'm just picky. And it's just one of those moments that hit me weird, but I still love that episode. But, um... It, it, it would have been interesting if, if Thomas turned into the frog, and then, like, Patton's on the other side, and all, like, the worries and stuff are, like, cars passing by as Thomas is just trying to get through. Now that would have been Frogger. Now that would have been Frogger. And that would have been relevant. I mean, they're already doing sort of, like, a turn-based right. battle thing of, like, the, the words are hurting them. What if the words were frog or were, not frogs, were, uh, cars, like, coming by, like, almost hitting Thomas? Maybe maybe he manifested into a frog because he sees the frog as the purest form of good. And he's trying to come into being good, so he turns into a frog in his explosion. A frog is the purest form of good. The purest form of... Well, because he loves Frogger. He He has such a heart for So if that's the game he chose, the frog is the good guy. So in turning into the good guy, 
as is as his explosion that's his manifestation of trying to be the best he can be but not realizing he's hurting people in the process Whoa. that i'll accept that that one makes more sense Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. oh my goodness but um so there's that uh <laughs> but yeah um well moving on to our last uh subject of the episode um which i'm very passionate about we going to talk about the plushy episode drama with logan I mm-hmm. think you should start because you were the you also had the same opinion. You, you your opinion from the get go in that episode was closer to the fandoms. Uh, well, I, yeah, I shouldn't I even say the full it. fandoms, but like a good chunk of fanders felt the way that you did in that episode to start. Yeah, I definitely don't agree with it anymore, and I it it motivated me enough to make a video on my TikTok. So if you want to hear it, uh, this round too, um, I have a video over there, but. Um, Basically, when I first saw the episode, Logan was being very, uh, it it seemed like he was being very antagonistic towards, uh, uh, Benjamin. Was it Benjamin? (laughs) What's his name? Benjamin? Am I right? Oh. Oh my god. Wait, this is painful. sounds right. Encyclopedia, what's wrong with me? I have a lot of other Um, Benjis in my brain, so I really don't know. I think think it was Benjamin. Benjamin, I think it is Benjamin. Anyway, um, the so bear. the plush bear. He was having, he was, he was being very opinionated about it and saying that we should turn it into like a shelter instead of having it ourselves. And it, like, his suggestions were fine. I think there were just some things that were said that really downplayed Patton's perspective initially. So it shocked me and made me kind of frustrated at Logan because I was like, dude, don't you already, aren't you already on this team? Don't you know this? Yeah, and not just you. Oh, oh the fandom blew up. The fandom lost their mind. Everyone was like, oh. what the heck, Logan? Backwards character development. Because people are hearkening back to, um, what was it, learning new things about ourselves? Where he was like, oh, children's stuff can be helpful. And, um, yeah. and, and people were like, this is backwards progress. Because he's learned this lesson a bunch of like, you know, it's okay to not be fully adult, but then also here he is, like, questioning the authority of a stuffed bear. And it's like, and arguably, arguably, to an extent, in that lens, I can see Logan having trouble, uh, like, having an easier time with a song for a lesson than a bear that you fall asleep with. Yeah, I, I mean, honestly, one feels a lot more infantile than the other. Yeah, I can see the difference there, but also people, there were just a lot of people exploding about that. Oh, people straight up bashed him. And bashed, like, that episode for a bit. And I remember looking at that like, what the hell is everyone's problem? Like, I again, like I know we talked about the opinions thing from the beginning of the episode, but this is one of those where I'm like, no, I'm going to defend this one pretty hard. Because here's the thing. A lot of people claimed backwards progress. I think that's wrong. I think, in fact, this episode showed progress, forward progress. Because the thing is, yes, Logan initially questions the decision of keeping the bear around. But he never specifically states that the reason they shouldn't keep the bear is because it's stupid or because it's too childish. His point from the get-go is that does Thomas actually need this? And can it be more useful somewhere else by someone who will need it more? 
You know, mm-hmm. it, it, it's more of a question of how useful is this thing to Thomas at this current stage, and underestimating how useful it actually is, because he just doesn't know. This isn't as yeah. much a judgment as much as it is just a question of, does he need it? And A recommendation. Yeah, a recommendation of just, like, do you actually need that, or you, do you just think you need that? Like, But, like, something that I would love to bring up also is that in this episode, throughout the episode... Logan is listening. He is listening and he is absorbing and he hears everyone out. And not only does he do that, he then provides his own arguments and research towards that idea. So not only is he listening and accepting and understanding, but he also adds to the argument against his own previous thought. He Mm -hmm. is being so receptive in this episode. And I think people don't really see that because they're too busy being like, you said teddy bears aren't useful and now I hate you. It's like, no, he just questioned if, like, I can see how it could be offensive if you're, like, an adult with stuffed animals, as I am also, and hear Logan be like, what the, hold on. If you're an adult with stuffed animals and you're like, what the heck? Sorry, uh, for those in the audio version, I put a banana plushie on my head. There's, hold on. I have this little banana plushie, and it's got little feet, and then, whoop! <laughs> it's got a little face underneath the peel. That's cute. Yep. Her name is Gwanana. That's not my choice. That was the that was the product's choice. But Gwanana. I agree with it. But anyways. Um, Gwanana banana. Gwanana banana. But, um, no, like, I, I can see how people can have that knee-jerk reaction of, like, I have stuffed animals, you're calling me stupid, Logan? You're my comfort mm-hmm. character, you shouldn't be doing that. And it's like, I get that. But also, yeah. he never once actually said that, if you actually really, like, listen back to it. He never really says that's stupid. He, he's just questioning if an adult needs one. And, if he, and once he found out, found out that Thomas does actually find a lot of comfort in it, he's like, you know what? Valid. I think there's a lot of people in the Sanderside's fandom who are, who, what am I trying to say? Um, who, who would defend um, all uh, the, the widest variety of people, including um, um, people who sleep with stuffed animals still? Mm-hmm. And because there was any form of backlash to that, I think it makes sense that a lot of people got very defensive. Oh, yeah. Uh, especially of Logan and especially of the character arc change. But the thing is, there wasn't a character arc change. No. Because also, through the lens of psychology, um, psychology, this is what I talked about in the video. I was talking about, like, how Logan is the embodiment of Thomas's professionalism at the same time. Yeah. And, And arguably... This isn't, I, I'm not saying this is, is good, a good mindset, but arguably, if you're looking at the professional world, stuffed animals and plushies are not professional. They're, yeah. they're more informal. Yeah. So Logan, looking at that, could have that knee-jerk reaction. And um, because he is... Yeah, and, and I'm also trying to connect. I'm trying... I didn't think about this beforehand, but I know I talked about uh, an archetype in um, in that episode. And archetypes, I don't remember exactly who the theorist was that made it up. I should probably look that up. But um, just look up archetypes and you can probably find it. But archetypes are, are the mindset of, like, your first initial thought about a... Um, about a term. So, for example, when I say the word astronaut, you think of 
the dude on the moon with the whole suit and everything, but an astronaut can look like a multitude of different things. Um, Logan is, is basically the embodiment of that part of your brain, that part that initially thinks of something when it doesn't think hard enough about the other things surrounding it. Yeah. So Logan would think of the astronaut with on the moon before he thinks of the, the astronaut who's down on Earth trying to, like, pay attention to what's happening up there. Yeah. Uh, so in the same and, way, he would see someone with a teddy bear, and his initial thought would be, child. Bingo. So I'm, No, uh, I'm, I'm tech real. I know we've been watching a lot of Bluey, but I'm not Bingo. Yeah, Bingo's Jesse. I'm Muffin, actually. Yeah, you're Muffin and I'm Bluey. Yeah, we figured this out. Anyway, I it. Yeah, no, I'm I very, strive very to good. be Bandit, but I know my place. I am Muffin. I'm, I'm a combo of Bandit and Bluey, I think. I see it. Yeah, but anyway, uh, regardless. <laughs> so, but um, that that is a very big part of the of the brain that you're the for another example of this is the first thought that you have about someone, like a judgment. The first judgment you have is not the first thing you say. <laughs> it's not the first. Th- I mean, unless, unless you're a Claude, unless you're a Claude and a jerk, unless you're a Claude and a jerk, <laughs> aka a clerk. Well, that's the thing. That's you usually go with whatever the second thought is. Yeah. Um, so, like, Logan would be the embodiment of that first thought. Mm-hmm. Or or Virgil, too. But, like, that first initial thing needs to be addressed somewhere. And the only place to place that is Logan. So that's why I think it still works with psychology. Yeah. And it still matches. And And the other thing I mentioned is that, like, it's going to take time for the sides to get out of their habits mm-hmm. because for one thing they're not human <laughs> they're not human so like humans are going to have an easier time learning because they have multiple different voices in their brain and then they can be like oh actually i need to listen to this one this time i'm getting it whereas with a side that is only thinking through that narrow lens of what their function is it's going to take some time for them to get out of that if they ever do and even a I human said, has trouble with that. Yeah. Many do. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it, and it's understandable. If all of the sides in your head yeah. are talking about something in a very specific way, trying to train all of them in a different way is very difficult. Oh. So if there's only one voice telling you to do something else when the rest of them are telling you to do something, a different thing, mm-hmm. that's harder to learn. Yeah. So, like, the sides are going to have because they're not human and because they're projections of Thomas's subconscious, which is much, much harder to change, yes, it's going to take more time for them to learn. However, in your in your defense, Tech, that's literally what Logan was doing. He listened that time, and he actually went, you know what, you're right. That's like one of the few times in the whole series that Logan looks at Patton and goes, you're right. Yeah, it was so <laughs> nice. It made me real it's happy. And arguably, Logan did grow. He did. I would say, I mean, the thing is, I I had that knee-jerk reaction like everybody else did. But then looking at it through the lens of psychology and hearing Tech out, I was like, you know what? Actually, yeah. Mm-hmm. In the same way, Tech and I talked about the, the uh, perfect gift episode with Virgil's gift to Logan. Yeah. It's the same type of thing. Yeah, it's Logan's that knee-jerk reaction. Of, Logan has trouble getting out of his narrow mindset yeah. of, like, you know... Uh, taking people at their words and not feel not analyzing the feelings surrounding it so that's why logan had trouble with virgil then and started to be a little snarky (laughs) right off the bat 
Like, I don't like that. I don't appreciate it, but Logan's gonna have, Logan's always gonna default to the black and white grid thinking. And as we discussed, Virgil didn't um, help him any. Virgil didn't help, but Virgil is like me in the fact that he really wanted Logan to figure it out on his own. True. So he sat there and he took that shit like a champ. You know he did. He did. Anyway. Oh my goodness. But yes. Anyway. Case in point, leave off. my boy alone or I'll come after you. Um, <laughs> um, but yeah, that is it for our little speculation of fan to fancies. Oh my god, we're at the end of the episode. This is the last, like, episode that we're, like, recording like this for, like, God knows how long. And it's fascinating mm. to think about. And it's, like, aw. I mean, we mm. still have a live stream next week, so it doesn't feel like it's, like... it doesn't. It, the, the hiatus doesn't really feel like it's happening yet, because I know there's still another thing next Saturday. But, like, this yeah. is the last one of these types of things for a bit. And that's really interesting. Mm. I'm, 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 I'm sad yet relieved. I might have said yeah. that in the last one as well. Like, I'm... It's it's unfortunate, but it's like that's less that's less to have to think about, and that's kind of nice. A podcast is a lot of work. It is. This is our first it. podcast that we've ever done. Yeah, both of us uh, both of us have ever done, and I think um, I'm I'm honestly excited to keep the the um, uh, new episodes coming in the future at random times because then it'll be interesting to talk about like the finale when it does come out yeah. and, and w- talk about other um interesting points of discussion that come up so and we know we have uh, an episode coming when inside out 2 comes out yeah and we've we're we're wanting to film i i think we have i think we said this but we have already or we're we might refilm um our orange side theory yes we we we're already uh, talking about that yeah we've already filmed our orange side theory episode we need to see if we're going to use that one or if we're going to re-record it. Either way, we're going to have the date in the uh, episode as well just to, like, prove that it comes out before the episode comes out. Um, we, I'm, I'm debating if we want to use that original recording because there's one really funny moment of that original recording. There's such a funny moment. Honestly, we can probably just play it in, like, memory. We might like, too, so we'll figure that out like, as we go. Just in the middle of the episode, be like, there was a joke in the original take of this episode. We're going to put that here. We just throw it in. We might but, do it. This is- but, um... The only reason we might re-record it is because I know that for that time we recorded it was very chaotic. And I know that, like, I think there's probably a better way we could explain things. Especially for, like, something that we're trying to call as a theory. But, um, uh-huh. we'll see, we'll see. That's future stuff. But, um, anyways, yes, the podcast is not over. We're going on a bit of a hiatus, but not before next week on Cytology Live Fan Q&A uh, at, uh, 11am. Sorry, I forgot what words were. 11am, February 10th, Saturday uh cytology live but until then it's been a very nice to talk to you guys yet again on cytology i feel sad doing this outro it's sad it's been so fun i'm glad you all have listened and come along with our with our ride of absolute chaos yeah because nick and i both are are quite chaotic individuals in our friendship so if you got this far (laughs) i appreciate you Huh? I said, I commend you if you come this far. <laughs> My God. Yeah. And stick around and watch out for those um, Cytology uh, accounts because you never know when a new episode might eventually come out again. Never know. And also follow at TechReel <gasps> on social media platforms. Oh uh, and at Amelia. And it's not at TechReel at all. It's <laughs> it is too? It's not. It specifically isn't. No. Nowhere? No. What? It is no. on ArtStation, but other than that. 
No way. Where? What is it on? I'm. It's a. Is tech it Diddlebox? I'm. It's a tech reel. No, Diddlebox is dead. Well, that that, that name has died because <laughs> Diddle has too many connotations. Um, no, it, it's a tech reel is what I go by. It's because it started on Instagram as like a joke based on. I think I made that based on um. Josh Dela Cruz's Instagram account because he has a similar type of like thing in his name and I was like that's fun. Uh, so, but I, I did that. It's a tech reel, and then I changed all my other accounts to that as well when I realized I couldn't be universally just tech reel everywhere. So hmm. it's a tech reel is where I am at places. So follow yes, that okay. and follow well, Ad Amelia. A M Y L E I G H U H. I am on kind of a hiatus from social media right now because I got to write my play and. I'm I'm in a little show mm-hmm. here in uh, here in here at school, so I got to do that. Mm. Um, but and I'm not on a hiatus, but it constantly looks like I am because I don't post enough. But here we are. <laughs> yeah, goodness. I I've just I wanted to do that because I also know and keep following Cytology page. We'll keep posting posting updates when they come. Yeah. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. <laughs> Goodbye. We love you. Yay. Bye. See you at the live stream. Or if you're listening to this later, we love you. We do. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, also, also, our moment, follow at Jesse X Adams. Oh, my gosh, yes. Wow. Jesse Adams. Good catch. Thank you. Thank you. I know. I was like, I know we mentioned Jesse earlier in the episode. That was a good point to mention. Oh, my God. Wow. Here, hold on. On Instagram, I got to find out. Because there's, hold on. I like how, like, over the course of the past few minutes, I can think of every time the music was supposed to come in, and now here we are still. Jesse, yeah, so it's Jesse X Adams. There we go. Jesse X Adams, follow Jesse, because um, they they win. Woo, oh my god, now the music starts. Look, I've, I've referenced the music, that's never happened before. Wow. Oh my gosh, alright, goodbye guys, we love y'all. Bye. Bye. <laughs>